Let me see that. What is it? Oh, and, and not only wait. It, not only is that a dick pic. The gross part is there's cum coming out of it. Okay? Oh my it's god! Disgusting! It is so revolting. Oh my god! Here, here, put it up here. I don't need to see that. No, yeah. put that away. Ew! <laughs> Holy shit! Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom. I'm Cam Poder. I'm Karen Lee Potter. And this is the ultimate podcast about the birds and the bees with a sex expert, cougar mother. And her stand-up comic son. (laughs) (laughs) You got the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees. I thought you... you (laughs) (laughs) We already (laughs) discovered it, so let me tell you about the birds and the bees. Uh, If there's a way to fuck something up, I do it. By the way, before I forget, if you've been having trouble accessing our podcast, uh... I'm sorry for the technical difficulties. You're not alone in having trouble accessing our podcast. I think we might be getting a little, uh, you know, questioned by Apple right now because our thing is called Sex Talk with My Mom. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to bulldoze through them. I'm trying to. Oh, get this to, has to do with they're they're shutting us down. I, I think they're, they're they're censoring us. I think they're trying to censor us. But guess what? Why do you think that? Because why the hell else are we going to... They're, they're definitely doing something over there. They're like... What is that? Is that like... It's garbage is what it is. Brothers watching us thing? What the Some hell is that? Garbage, garbage, garbage. You anyway, know what? I went through that kind of thing with my YouTube channel, and that's bullshit. Well, our true fans are listening, so... Yes. Us If you made diehards. it through... Yeah, if you made it through the technical difficulties, you, you really are a diehard, and we appreciate you tuning in. Yeah, and if you happen to get upon this accidentally, and you still have are having technical difficulties, you gotta like basically like uh, unsubscribe from the podcast, resubscribe, take it out of your playlist, put it in your playlist, figure it out. Let's connect, mother. Let's connect. We have a wonderful episode today. Oh, do we? Yeah. Before that, a quick check in. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I've had a lot of changes in my life recently. What's going on? For one thing, I um, sold a car, bought a car, sold a house, and I think, yeah, I'm ready to rock and roll in November. We're going to be moving. Hold on. You sold her house? I think so. What? Not 100% sure. What the hell? We had had some glitches over there, too. What about all my shit in the house? That's got to go. What do you mean it's got to go? It's going. What is this? You're going to have to have you come out here and claim your shit. Is this a joke? No, this is not a joke. This is this is this is really going to happen. This is going to be bomb ass dang ass. Well, when am I when am I coming out there to to move all my shit out of there? Whenever you can come out here. When are you out. When are you moving out of the house? Soon. What the fuck is soon? No, getting November. We have plenty of time. Okay, November. I have about six months to throw out all of my belongings. Yeah, or just ship them out to your house, and if it doesn't bring you joy, you know you got to get rid of it. I knew you were moving, but I didn't realize you had closed, and this is finished. Well, we didn't close. Oh, we okay. just we just uh, got the buyers. Wow, this is amazing! Feeling, well, congratulations. Like very good fit. Very very good family wow. moving in, and you know it's a whole circle of life. That's wonderful. And I'm going into Chicago. Being with Be- your city people. City city folks. Yeah. It's the first time I've done something like this. Well, that's very independent of you. Look at you. I'm I'm just uh, doing some some 
adventuresome things. Can I tell you, I, you know, I, I made it my goal for 27 to become a bit more independent, a bit more like a man. 27? I'm 27 years old. Oh, right. I said you were 27. Very, very happy that my birthday means something to you. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realize I was getting it. Okay, 27. And uh, so I was trying to become a bit more independent, a bit more like, uh, the, like the, the man that I am. So guess what I did? I installed some bomb-ass, dank-ass blinds in my room. So now wow. I, I don't have the sun beating down on me every morning. That's so cool. And now I, I, I every, every night I, I fucking close the blinds and I feel like a fucking man. I feel, I fuck, no, I, I took a goddamn one of those drills. I drilled the yeah. shit out of it. I put it in like a one of these like... I don't even know what they're called. Some nails that you, but you gotta have to wash your nails. I really don't have a clue what it's you what I was doing. Do but the shit is hanging out there. It's it's hanging out there, and it looks not bad. It looks pretty good. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. It's a positive addition to my room. Take a look. Wow, those are like official blinds. Thank you. I, I guess oh, they're oh, curtains. Oh, they're draperies. Too. Yes, draperies. How sick is that? Where'd you go to Target? I went on Amazon. Oh, online shopping. Online a shopping. Drone, drop it over. No drones, no. Anyway, we should talk about this episode because you know it's a, it's a good episode, and I want to make sure it's not too long. So we should jump right in there. Jump right in. So I was real excited about it because here we've never really had anybody uh, that is my age, except well, Nina Hartley. <laughs> except Nina Hartley, and possibly uh, I don't know. Is that it, Nina and I? That's it. Yeah, who knows? Okay, so she's not exactly my age. She's still much younger than me, but she's in my generation. Yeah, she's a good she, friend of mine, actually. She's 49 years old. Yes. And, uh, you know, you guys go out. You, This is how you know her. She's one she's of your single of friends. She's part of single ladies. She's part of your single ladies. All the single ladies, all the single ladies. I love <laughs> single ladies. No, she's, she's, a fun, she's a fun girl. She's been dating for a long time. I thought she had some really smart, wise things to say about... Texting and penis pictures and well, we I took out all the penis picture stuff because we've talked right. about it almost every episode of this. Okay, podcast. so I'm just gonna just say because since we took it out that it was a it was unbelievable that some guy actually after they broke up decided to send her even though they completely broke up he decides to send her a picture of his erect penis with some cum coming out of it and that's all I want to say. Okay, that's all I have to say. I didn't I think it was. It. I don't think it was necessary for you to show me that picture. Okay. That was not... I didn't think it was necessary for him to have the cum coming out of his dick, but he did. I don't know. I don't think it's necessary to even talk about dick pics because the whole reason I took it out was because we always talk about dick pics. Okay. I just found it to be funny that that this just happened to her again. It's okay. just like ridiculous. Oh. So anyway, but besides that, she she don't you think she had some good things to say about... Uh, She's the... very funny. She's very yeah. wise. And uh, it's really interesting. For me, it was interesting to hear about dating from an older woman's perspective and you know, after divorce and how it changed uh, from the time before she was married and and uh, even over the past 10 years because she's been dating over the past 10 years. Right, right. And also she's uh, she's uh, very attractive. And so she's she's coming at a perspective that she's, she has a lot of men after her. Right. And and, and that's good. And it's a, it's a blessing and a curse because I think she gets a lot of guys that just want to use her basically for sexual gratification and, yeah. and uh and it's hard for her because then she doesn't know if someone really likes her for her or if it's you know and she's a sweetie 
and she's a very sweet girl. She's she's too much of a she's, as you'll hear in the conversation, she tends to be too giving, right? I think, and too trusting and too generous, and people take advantage of her. Right. So so we actually talk about you know this whole you delve into narcissism, which is one of your favorite topics. I do like that because I once interviewed a psychologist who wrote a book about that, and it was fascinating to me to see that that tends to be a pattern that people replicate over and over again yeah. in relationships. I liked your point about that, about how if you don't fix what caused you to end a relationship, in, if you don't look inside yourself after the relationship ends and figure out what you wanted and what you needed and what you weren't giving to the relationship, your next relationship is going to have the same fucking problems. Absolutely. You repeat. Repeat, you repeat, repeat, repeat. Nothing's going to change. Wash, rinse, repeat. That's and, you, exactly and like she said, you keep finding the same people over and over again, and just in a different body. Yeah. I had a yoga teacher that was telling me about that once. It was a very spiritual experience. Okay. So uh, another thing that we talked about was that um, a lot about large age gap relationships and what cougars are looking for. Although she she doesn't say she's exclusively a cougar. She says she has some cougar qualities. She has yeah. dated younger men. Oh, yeah. And well, that's not, as you know, that's not my definition of a cougar. And not to mention that uh, it's more about a young spirit than it is about dating younger men. Right. But I think that they go hand in hand, obviously. Yeah. We also talk about modern technology, how that's affecting dating. That's a big part. That that I thought was probably the most interesting part of our conversation because it is really, it's just remarkable (laughs) how the how people do not communicate via telephone or in person anymore. It's all yeah. through text. Through text. And we even get into how it's, how it's communicated through like strange technologies like Craigslist or like, like app games like Yahtzee or yeah, Wars of Friends. Yahtzee. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, without further ado, I think we should let them have it, Moot. I think we should. Thank you guys for tuning in. If we yeah. can ask one thing. Yeah. Uh, please subscribe to our newsletter. Yeah, we have a newsletter out now, and uh, it's not going to be annoying or anything like that. It's basically once in a blue moon when we get to writing it. But the point is we want to connect with you, and the only way we could stay connected is if we have your email address, and therefore we'll be able to tell you what, you know if things happen, like we have a glitch in our system and things like that. So we need to have you sign up on our website, which is www.sextalkwithmymom.com. You got it. Thank you guys for listening. And don't forget to share this and subscribe. All right. Bye-bye. Let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees. Bye-bye. Let's go. Let's go. Welcome to the show. Hi. (laughs) Uh, This is Sex Talk with my mom. Mom, we do the introduction. They're going to know this is Sex Talk with my mom. Right, that's true. Okay, so so I'd like to introduce Lacey. Lacey and I met. Where did we meet? Through friends. Yeah, through friends. But, you know, when you go into the singles world. Single friends. You need to make, make single friends. We had some real intense bonding moments when we went to South Beach together recently. Yeah, we were on a girls' trip to South Beach. It was a lot of fun. And it was kind of wild. Wild and fun. <laughs> what, what, was, what was so crazy about this trip? Well, from the moment we got there, we brought an energy with us yeah. to Miami <laughs> yeah. and carried it through the entire trip. I think our most fun times were in the Uber rides. <laughs> Ubers are awesome, especially in Miami. We, we literally, like, 
every every Uber ride became an adventure where we asked them, well, the best was when we asked the one Uber driver if um, what if anybody's ever had sex in his, his Uber. And oh he goes, my God. Of course, this is the first thing that you ask an Uber driver yeah, when you get in the and, car. And, and, I think at one point you sent me an audio clip of this Uber driver. Oh, we'll, we'll insert it here then. I think that's what we're going to do. We have to insert it. Saeed, go ahead. What's your promise? Yes, I will take you to India. Yes. And I will be very happy. You'll be very happy if he takes yeah. me to India. Yeah. We're going to have one damn good time. Bomb yeah. ass, thank you. Yes, good time. Yeah. <laughs> People had sex in this car since you've been an Uber driver? No, not yet. No, not yet. <laughs> what would you do if someone had sex in the Uber? Really? Yeah. Then do it. <laughs> I don't mind. I'm very happy. <laughs> what if they were ugly? At least somebody will be doing the sex. Somebody's got to be doing it somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. Okay, so you you went on this ladies trip. Was it to meet men or was it just to have a fun time? Well, for some of us, it was to meet men. Okay. And for some of us, yeah, Lacey was to meet men and obviously not me because in a relationship. So it was just, it was just, I don't even know if that was the whole reason you went there. I mean, no, it was just, it was just a girl's getaway, but but a byproduct was that Lacey did meet a guy. Oh, I I met a man. Oh, wow. How did that happen? Wild, actually. I met him when we were waiting in the bar to go to dinner and he had his phone out and his screensaver was a French bulldog. And I have a French bulldog. Uh, now she has two French bulldogs. And so that's got the conversation started. So you and, did you start it based on this because you saw the picture? Uh-huh. I said, oh, you have a Frenchie. Oh, wow. <laughs> At this point, you already attracted him. Yeah, he was really cute. Okay, so he was cute. Very Andy cute. had a French bulldog. Andy had a French bulldog. That's a twofa right there. And he, he, he kind of had the hots for me. He, he did a lot, a lot of chasing for the next three days. And it was fun. <laughs> and he was younger. How and much? Was younger. Okay, so we should we should get into this because. Okay, so so are you, Lacey? How old are you? I'm forty nine. Forty fifty in October. Okay, and do you are you married? Are you single? I'm divorced a long time. Divorced about ten years. Single. Okay, and have you been dating for a while? Oh yeah, for. <laughs> <laughs> She's one, she is a very savvy, experienced dater. I, ah. I take that compliment. I, I, I definitely have uh, been around the, how do you say it? I've been around the block. <laughs> been around the block? She's been on the dating game a few, for a few, <laughs> few years. Well, my mom was very excited to have you on the show because we haven't had anyone near her age on the show, and, and especially anyone that she's friends with. Usually they're people that I've met in the comedy scene or people that my brother went to school with. So, or porn stars. Or porn stars, right. And they, they're coming with a very different experience than you are. So <laughs> I mean, this, this is great. Especially, do you, do you have a specific demographic that you look for when dating? Um, are you a cougar? I'm part cougar. <laughs> part cougar. Well, she's got the confidence part, but that's for sure. I, I think I kind of put my, my age range at 10 years younger Six, five, six, seven years older. Oh, okay. Which isn't to say I haven't dated people who are 10, 13 years older. Um, but usually there's an energy level difference. That's, she has that young spirit. Okay. For sure. Gotcha. 
She's not one of those after dinner going home and go to sleep. That's not her. And the youngest person I ever dated uh, was 20, 20 years younger. Oh, wow. Okay. How, and how old were you when you were doing that? That was this past August. Oh, my God. <laughs> go, girl. So you were 49 and he was 29. He, um, I was 40, uh, 48 at the time and he was 28. How was that? Uh, it was, it was a whole lot of fun. (laughs) This is a great experience. This is a great story though. Just so our listeners can visualize what, what uh, Lacey looks like. She is gorgeous, right? She's gorgeous. Gorgeous. She's blonde. She's she's got blue eyes. She's petite. She's she's she looks like she's she could easily pass for thirty something. I mean, easily, no question about it. Thank you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm happy about that in the dating world. I'd have to say. So at this point, what do you is, is there something that you're looking for in a relationship, or are you just looking to have fun? No, I would like to find a partner, but these 10 years have really been an adventure. I wouldn't go back because I've learned so much, but now I'm kind of sitting in a place where because of all this knowledge, it's a little bit harder to find that that match. Wow, that's interesting. You become a little jaded is what you're trying to say. I guess, but I don't look at it as a a negative at all. I look at it as more of a positive. Oh, like more more aware. Being able to weed out people faster. Would you, if you could go back and tell yourself 10 years ago, right after the divorce, was it 10, am I making that up? It was 10 years ago. No, 10 years, Uh uh-huh. Would you give yourself any advice? Would I give myself any advice? Yes, I would give myself the advice to not get out there and date right away. Ah. Be alone a little while because I think in the beginning, especially some of the choices I made were I was used to having a partner. You know, I had never really been alone. I got married really young too. So that, that would be my advice. I think by taking that time with yourself, you, you get to know yourself a little better and that would be a, a strength that I didn't really have go, going into this. But I also want to say that it's been, it's been interesting because in these 10 years that I've been dating, the whole dating scene has changed. Ah. Social media uh, wasn't, you know, back in um, 06, was not uh, so much, you know. There was Match.com, that was about it. Um, and now all the different avenues for dating, uh, there's so many. There's so many. And, and I also want to say I think that makes dating harder. You would oh, think wow. it would make it so much easier. Yeah. I think it makes it so much harder. Okay. In what ways have it, has it changed and why is it harder? Communication. Because now even, even texting has become more and more the way that people talk. Yeah, it's really annoying though after a while. You, you, and texting can also be so... Uh, misinterpreted it gets misinterpreted all all the time and people don't use it the way it should be used which is just you know quick notes back and forth they use it for everything from they use it sometimes as their only means of communication but Mm. they also break up through text they um they rely on it a hundred percent so and you you can't get to know anybody's mannerisms then you know you don't get to see the way that they that they talk and that they act and their energy it's energy you don't get energy through your your phone through a text yeah it's very stifling you know and what about some of the experiences that you've had where you haven't actually even met the person because it's all through facebook 
or texting or, or, you know, for years you've had relationships with people that have just yeah. been online. Yeah. I, ha- I have someone who's coming to visit actually next week, supposedly, um, who I've been talking to for three years. I met during one month I was on eHarmony. For three years I've been in contact with this person. Um, have talked on the phone about six times probably and <laughs> FaceTimed once when we were in Miami. Now, that was a crazy, crazy experience too. So how? So you never met him in person? No, I've never met him in person. And wait, and you you talked with him six times between now and three years ago? Yeah, <laughs> because texting. Oh, bring us back to texting. Oh, so you know? how often are you texting each other? Um, it's it's not a daily thing. It's not a daily thing. Is it it's, weekly? Yes, definitely weekly. This is bonkers. And and you know some people that we were on this South Beach trip were convinced. That this was a catfishing, a catfishing type experience. Yeah. That you know that there was no person there. That it was someone else that was just trying to somehow take advantage of you. And we found, we just finally said, just right now, FaceTime him. We need to know if this guy is for real. And this is after uh-huh. about two and a half years. And so <laughs> and you FaceTimed him. Yeah, we did, and yeah. and so there was proof. Yeah, there there was proof. But I haven't FaceTimed with him since. People like to hide behind their texts. This is it's the only so way I can wild. explain it. And so, you know? did you invite him to come visit you, or what? How did this? No, um, over three years, he invited me to go on two trips with him. Uh, the first one was to Newport Beach, California, for five days, um, and the second one was to go to Nashville, and that was just recently. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't feel comfortable going on either trip because. What if you get there and you don't like the person? Exactly. They're on the trip. <laughs> yeah, this is a very what long first date. Or something, yeah, yeah, what if he's... Again, it's about mannerisms and energy. So you're not going to get that until you meet somebody. But I have given him an open invitation to come here to Chicago to meet me. And it's it's finally happening, but it's not really even happening because of me. It's happening because his daughter is coming on spring break and he's coming to be... I'm only going to get to see him... Part of the time that he's so that's here. That's good. So, so but yeah. I'm happy with yeah. that. Yeah. Well, at least you'll get to finally meet him and figure out if there's chemistry or not. I mean, that's a big part of it. Yeah. I mean, the times that I've been in relationships with people that I've like met like very very briefly, I end up creating this huge fantasy about them. Right. I'm specifically talking about like when we would go on cruises when I was a kid. Oh, gosh. And I would meet like one girl. I'd have like one little conversation with a girl, and then. So the rest of the cruise, I'm like building her up in my mind. Like this is my this is my fantasy dream girl. She's the love of my life, and then I will never be able to like find her another time on the cruise. Her last name was like Johnson or something. Like he's gonna <laughs> he's looking in the phone book for like you know Christine Johnson or something like that. So you Kristen didn't Walker. If oh, Kristen sorry. Walker, if you're listening to this right now, I I have been searching for you since <laughs> 2002 in, on an Alaskan cruise. In the Kristen, Kristen Walker. <laughs> I'm sure there's only one in the entire United States. <laughs> Please contact so, me. But you know, I'd like to talk a little bit about some of the some of the crazy experiences that you've had because they're so unusual. Like the one guy that you met in California who was much younger than you. Yeah, this was the the 20 year age difference. We met at Canyon Ranch. Um, we were we were both there for the week just to relax and stuff and get exercise, and he did lie to me about his age. He said that he was 34, and then it went down, or 36, then it went down to 34, and then it went down to the real 28. 
Wow. And I find that to be the case too. When I was out there, definitely the guys were at least a year, if not more. And and I lied the first time I met my boyfriend D's. Really? Yeah. I told him I was 48 and I was really 49. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. He always likes, why did you lie about one year? Like, what was that going to do? I mean, the, the, this guy, 36 to 28, that's a significant difference. That is a, that's, it, that's kept, a, it kept dropping down. So what, what do you recommend for people, and I'm, the cougar expert might want to weigh in here. What do you recommend for younger guys who want to go for older women, but they know that the older woman's going to be turned off by the young age? Should they um, not lie? Should they lie? I, I think that they should tell the truth, honestly, because it's going to come out eventually if you want to have a relationship of any sort. They got to tell the truth. And I don't think it's really, if, if a woman is into younger men, it's not going to really matter. If, you know, it, it's, it's not the number. It's really just the mannerisms. I'm but, always telling that to guys. But just to get into the door. Right. Well, the, obviously she's meeting him, like if she's in a restaurant or bar or wherever or coffee shop and she's meeting a younger guy, she knows he's younger. You could just tell by the... Everything you could tell by the yeah. baseball hat, or you could tell by the gym shoes, sneakers. You could tell by any of these things. Just that he's younger. Just aside from the fact that they look younger, anyway. Yeah, and we became we became just you know dinner dinner buddies because we were both there by ourselves and uh. workout workout walking every day before anything really came up to, to turn it into any kind of a relationship. Yeah, so that, that was another thing. So, yeah, start out as friends, and it doesn't really matter if you're telling someone that you're this age or that age. And we kept it going for a few months. We, we went back and forth. For Cal- he lived in Los Angeles, ah. so back and forth. Um, and the reason it ended really had nothing to do with his age, Um just well, it had to do with his anger management, exactly. Temper, which, I was gonna say, which could really happen at yeah. any age, especially yes. actually. I think the older, the more ingrained into that pattern of or habit of, of, of reacting in an angry way, yeah. And I was crazy about him, but you a temper that's that that's that harsh can be kind of scary. So, oh, I, I couldn't believe the text. I broke it off. I mean, the texts were so frightening and it was like again, what? through text, fighting Wait. fighting on the phone, fighting in person and fighting through text. Wait, what is he fighting with you about? I feel like if you guys are living in different different cities, it's challenging to get so heated about something. I'm trying to think of what the just that I started one time it was because I wasn't going to come visit him. Oh. That was one. Um he called you like names. He yeah. was a name caller, like telling you you were spoiled and this and that. And I mean, just crazy really bad stuff. Really not nice stuff that is below the belt, dirty fighting that you, you would never expect two people that are in an early start of their relationship. Yeah, that's yeah. nuts. Yeah. I don't think anybody in any relationship should hit below the belt, but that was like, what? Who is this person? And why are you talking to him? And another thing about the texting is that you have it. It's written, you know? Yeah, you can't go back. You can't go back. My mom always told me not to write a letter. If I had something I needed to say that was, you know, really important or something something very sensitive, to, to do it in person or on the phone, not through a letter, because once you write it down, it's the same thing. But you can't take it back. People do it all yeah. the time now, and right. there it is. You know, it's funny. Even today, when I was buying a car, I was about to write something in the in the text, and then I thought, what if I if I write this, then I'm locked into this. So I better not write this. So you know, you really do have to think about what you're putting down, and then where it can go. 
So, okay, so have we finished on the topic of of younger men, the pros and cons of going out with younger men? No, we have to talk more about that. So um, you've had some fun experiences with younger guys? I have, but I have to say that, and and I really mean this, in the range that I've gone out with, sexually related, when we're talking about sex, there's no rhyme or reason to it. There's no, he's 63, so he's not going to be able to get it up. Or, you know, he's, he's 28, so yeah. he's going he's gonna to go all night. There's, there's no correlation. But I, I, have found, I have found them to be more eager to learn and more trainable than older men. Trainable? Yes, they want to learn. They, they're more excited by an experienced woman, so they want that. They want to be taught. Yeah. yeah, they haven't fallen into some of the habits too of that. thinking they're like all oh, that in a bag of chips because they own a Fortune 500 company. Uh. You know, they, they're not as controlling, and they kind of like in a it's almost like a worship phase. They worship the you know the older, more experienced woman because she knows and she's she's been there, she's had experience. So it's like a it's a and it's not. I don't even know if it's worship as much as it's just like. You know, a, a fondness. You know, they're not as jaded and, and hostile about women the way some that have gone through divorce and, you know, they've been wounded by, you know, women over the years. And maybe it's the it's the whole cougar thing um, that makes it different, too, because I know a lot of the, the guys my own age, um, they, they do something that I call um, pedestal for your pants. So as soon as they get your pants off, there's a good chance they're just going to completely drop off your radar. Right, oh, off, the, wow. right off the pedestal. Pull the, pull the rug right <laughs> from under your feet. Oh, man. It's a challenge. I was just telling a friend of mine uh, today that she has to stop chasing. She, she is a chaser. She just chases these guys, and they run away. And I said, listen, you are the mouse. And I even took the little Mojicon mouse and... He is the cat, okay? And you, and she goes, well, can I just text him? I go, no, the mouse would never text the cat, okay? <laughs> the cat is going to need to text the mouse, okay? You need to not have the last text. He has to have the last text. You, if you're going to play the game, you got to do it right. So, yeah, you got to be, you got to play it right. And it is a game. It's a You got to be the challenge. It's a, you have to be the challenge. You, you know, it's funny. My friend uh, saw an, uh, a woman that was like, 15 years older than him and he was ecstatic when he was seeing her because he was like he kept texting me older women no games older women no games right and he, that's another thing no no games no we you just said games. you just said it's a cat and mouse game no 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 that was not even that was just in general my friend was being too aggressive and i was trying to back her off uh-huh. okay i'm talking about the kind of games where like the younger girls play where, you know, you went on a date and they don't answer the phone the next day. You know, you've had that happen. This, to you, but the, yeah. I've, those of kind of games. I'm not, this is women, what you're, you're describing is a game. No, I, I mean, it's just, I'm telling, I'm trying to explain to her, stop being so aggressive that it's to the point where he's running the other way. I'm just trying to explain in a little cute way. Well, so also in, also in that relationship, is it an older woman, younger no, man? No, okay. That's, so that's, it's the same age. Group. So maybe the same age, you have to play a harder game to really reel them in. With with the no, I just think there's some women that don't get that 
you cannot be so needy and annoying and it doesn't matter. I mean, there, I think that Lacey's right. It, the, a true cougar does not play games, but we also aren't going to be chasing after guys either. It just, it's just, they can chase us. Mm-hmm. And do you want do you want to uh, repeat what a true cougar is in your yes yes because you haven't you know, said that I, in many episodes I haven't said my what is that called an acronym acronym your acrostic uh, poem yes basically a cougar is now redefined to not be this prowling woman that's like you know taking the virginity out of young men's lives a cougar is a confident older unique genuine assertive and racy woman. All those things define you, Lacey, because you're confident, you're older, you're, you know, unique and genuine. So it actually, it has nothing to do with pursuing younger men. It does not. It doesn't. Although the racy part could be that, you know, Uh, you you might have a penchant for younger men because (laughs) your spirit is younger in general. I think the spirit, the energy, as you were putting it, has a lot to do with who you're attracted to and who's attracted to you. Like I could walk into a basketball game and I hear guys behind me going, there's a cougar and I'm not even wearing animal print. No, but <laughs> you, yeah. you do walk around in wearing clothes and would... uh, yeah, my, my clothes are a little bit more pro- provocative, but it's a, I think it's more of a swagger. I remember going to Vegas with your sister. She was 21 and I don't remember how old I was, but she was with her girlfriends and I, they were like, why are all the guys looking at you? <laughs> I, I, I'm not better looking than them. But the 21-year-olds are walking with, like, you know, shoulders hunched over. They're not, they don't have the confidence. You know, they, they don't, they, they, they cared too much. Whereas, you know, I walk down the street with Lacey over here. You know, we got head, heads turning like this, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a confident way of walking. It's a posture. It's body language. It's, it's everything. It, it it's a different way of viewing yourself. Okay. I always think, because this is the way I am, like the glass half full thing. I'm thinking, well, if he's not that into me, then he's got to be an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to have something wrong with him, because why wouldn't he be into me? And, and you know, he's missing out then. And then it's his I'm the complete opposite. I'm like, oh, God, if she's into me, what is she something, doing? What's wrong with her? Something wrong with yes. her. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's good. Like, who is it that said that you know what, uh, what is it? Marx Brothers. That yeah, you Groucho Marx. Yeah. You want to re- wait, Groucho? You want to repeat that? I talked over you. I'm sorry. Yeah, he he said uh, I'd never want to be a member of a club that would accept me as a member or something like that. Yeah, that's exactly that was a, you butchered the quote a little I bit, but it was around that. Yeah, I could. I would never be good at that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lacey, if you're picking, you're dating a lot of guys. You're picking a lot of guys up. What do you? What would it take for you to be in a relationship right now? Well, I have to be honest. I ha- I'm not even given the chance. I really, I've met some people that I've I've clicked with, but I've had uh, weird circumstances lately, especially two different guys that I went out with on the first date told me they loved me. <laughs> first date okay. and I want you to be my girlfriend that is okay way 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 too needy that is bonkers why are they why but it's not it's I mean it's it is totally bonkers 
I don't even know that it's needy. I think that's just crazy. That, well, that happened to me on the one first date that I went on. Uh, he already said, oh, your kids live in L.A. Maybe I should go out there. You know, it's like, what well, is he thinking? No, stay the fuck away from L.A. Who is this guy? I don't know. This was years before I even met Dee's. Oh, my but God. It was it was just like he'd already, like, thought to me. I could see going out there, you know, like he's in a first date imagining himself like, oh, yeah, I could I could I could see my life being with you. I'm like, what are you talking about? We just met and we're on like uh, like a, a first date. What? Why did these guys say I love you to you? I don't know, but it ruined the whole vibe. <laughs> and, and I was having a really good time. <laughs> I and I could it. have seen going out on, you know, future dates more until you learn that crazy but shit then coming that out. cuts that off and right two away. Of them, two out of... It happened twice to me in the last three weeks, and then what you had the another. Hell? And you had other experiences that was the opposite, where these guys were like caustic. Remember the one going to Pinky? Pink. Yeah, we can yeah. talk about okay. it. So, Pinky, great guy, having having great uh, few dates with him. Good looking, and very good looking, very personable. All is good. Same age. Uh, and we, and we hadn't fooled around yet. Yeah. A, a few years younger. Um, so comes the time that we're going to fool around. He actually, actually he slept over and we didn't fool around, but this was in the morning. All he wanted to do was stick a pinky up my butt. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, a nothing pinky. else. I mean, yeah, literally the, my underwear didn't butt. come off. He just wait. wanted a pinky up the butt. Wait, he wait, wait. wait. Did he tell you this, or he just did it without warning? No, he just kind of did it without warning, and uh, you know, I'm open minded. I thought, okay, <laughs> maybe this is gonna. Okay, so he he's into this, but you. I'm thinking that other things are gonna happen, right? If we're going to the next to the next level, and nothing <laughs> else happened. He just jerked <laughs> off with his. Pinky up my butt. No way! <laughs> yeah, but this is but this is, makes it even. This makes the story even better. I <laughs> I think is that I had to take him home. Uh, different story. He he had my car and I was driving him back to the city. So we decided to stop for for lunch at Smoke, this great oh, barbecue place. Yeah, so that's you, awesome. So we're in line at Smoke, and if you can imagine, this is a really small, little small barbecue joint where you wait in line to order. They give you a number, and then you pick, you pick up the tray, and it's very crowded. So people are waiting in line. We're waiting in line, and the menu is written on a chalkboard. So he, he's having trouble seeing the menu because somebody's really tall standing in front of him. And he goes, well, can you read me what the sides are? And I why? You can't see them? And he's like... No, you see the guy standing in front of me, and I go, I go, yeah, I just thought you could see him real nice, really nicely back to him, and and he goes, you know, the least you could do is read me what the sides are. I had my pinky up your ass for God's sakes this morning. <laughs> I see. No way! As if this is like this is a favor to you. This is out of control. <laughs> You're right. It was like a favor to you that he that he did he he had a special little surprise up your ass. No way. This is crazy. <laughs> and you know, so in that moment, all I could do was just just breathe because I know heads were turned. People were trying to wash his hands. Oh my god! <laughs> you must have 
kind of like just like I don't know him. I don't even know what he's talking about. He's a crazy person. I just met him outside. I offered him something to eat. That's what you should have said. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, hold on, hold on. Were, were you guys kissing at all, or any, was there anything besides the pinky ass? At the time, it was just that. <laughs> oh my god! And did you mention it all? Are are you a fan of pinkies in your ass? Did, no, has this no. been discussed? And it wasn't really moving around. It was just <laughs> kind of like a passive. <laughs> It's his little passy in your butt. Where did he get this? Where? How did he possibly learn? Oh, you know what? If the way to a woman's heart, just pinky right in the ass. (laughs) Well, I didn't know it was a fetish until yeah, you told me. Yeah, Yeah, but it sounds like he thought you would be into it. No, it doesn't sound that way. He didn't give a shit if she was into it or not. Yeah, by the way he was taught, that comment in smoke would suggest like, hey, the, the least you can do. (laughs) <laughs> is, is to read me the signs. Pinky was up your ass. Is that you should read the sign? No, I think what he meant by that was like uh, we're intimate now. So you know, this is bonkers. This is, so did you did you drop him? What what happened? I, I I dropped him, and that was that was done. She was that way was... too nice. I would have told him get the fuck out of this place. That was the end. And get in the cab. And don't I was to never see me again. Instead, she drove him for like an hour back to his place, which was you would have done the same thing, mother. I don't think so. Not if I was mortified like that. I would have been. Yeah, probably because women, unfortunately, are trained to be nice. Not and now, now, yeah. Hindsight's twenty twenty. I would have done the same thing. I've been on plenty of dates where I've been fleeced and shat upon, and then I treat the treat the girl very nicely, (laughs) despite that. Really? Well, I don't know. We should we should all try to not be so nice. I think if people don't treat us nicely, we should not be driving them for an hour to do them a favor. And it's hard. You're right. Hindsight is twenty twenty. You know, I think about it, and I would have handled the entire thing differently. I would should have left. I would have left him. Or you should have said, "Listen, at the restaurant and just left." You know, instead of your pinky, you know, couldn't you put your thumb in there? (laughs) Or come back. But I didn't either. I was just nice. But that's me. It's my personality, you know? I sometimes think I haven't found the right one because I'm too nice. Yeah. And I, yeah. I get advice from my friends, you know, different rules. Don't cook for them. Don't have them over, you know, that's for a- barbecue because I barbecue a lot. Well, uh, I would someone say don't cook for them. Don't, like, wait to do that, to be too giving of yourself. But you know what? I, at this point now, I feel like that it, that's a quality trait of mine that I'm, that I'm giving. But I still have to have the edge that when somebody's treating me with disrespect like he was to just be able to, to be a little bit mean. Yeah, you mm. have to. I think that's, a, that's just respecting yourself. And you know what? They all resurface. That's something we should touch on. Did they he all resurface? Re- no, but he will. Pinky. He will resurface. He still follows my Instagram. Oh, my gosh. And uh, well, it, it, is it, a Facebook friend. What and are you going to has do? my phone number. He will text me one night. Oh, guaranteed. So guaranteed. They all come back. They do. They, they come, really do. Years later. Years later, yeah. they pop up. They pop up in a drunk text or something like that. And it's just, it, it, it doesn't happen to me that much any longer because I've been in a relationship for eight years, but it kept happening. Especially on like holidays, like New Year's Eve or something, or Mother's Day it, or something. It happens. It happens, and they're funny texts, but they really think that we're going to respond. That's the funniest part. And I, I'm not saying I haven't in the past because I have. <laughs> I think I've gotten smarter with that. 
Because you, again, now. you want to be friendly and you forget about, oh, that guy was such an asshole. Yeah, yeah. So this is something I've I've been thinking a lot about actually recently. It's popped up. So a, another way to say this is focusing on strength ver- versus flexibility. This is, we talk about a lot about this in yoga. It's also coming up a lot for me personally in therapy where <laughs> I tend to – I'm very flexible. And another way to say this is I'm very kind. And if the other person – if I know someone is feeling something, I will just cater to them no matter what. Whereas – so that's very flexible me. However, there's a strength component that I, I think you need to be like a balanced person where you kind of have to hold your own ground to, and, and strongly say, okay, you might feel this way, but I'm not going to give in to that. I, I, I think this is the right thing to do. I'm not going to drive you home because you're a fucking weird ass in, be, in talking <laughs> about my ass. And, yep, my ass. Yeah. So, so this strength versus flexibility thing is that's, some, a, that's something I'm glad you're learning because that's not how yeah. you were as a young child. That as a young child, he would be like mad at his sister for something. And the next thing I know, I see him apologizing. Well, no, I think that was an extreme case of me being very flexible. Yeah, yeah, that's flexible. And not being strong enough to say, no, I'm, yes. I want to play with your dolls, and I refuse to give in when you said <laughs> I, I have the same problem. I have the flexible yeah, problem. Yeah, it sounds like you... think of it this, in those terms, maybe that'll help me a little bit, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have do... Pisces, too? No, Libra. Uh, oh, that's right. You and I are Libra. So do you think this played into, and if you don't want to talk about this, that's fine, but do you think, do you did this play into your divorce with your husband, um, your ex-husband? Oh, the, the the flexibility, being yeah. flexible, a hundred percent. Yes, and and what's interesting is I think that I am magnetically attracted to somebody who wants that flexible part of me. Mm. And so, so what we talked about before is that is a classic codependent with a narcissist. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She tends to be the codependent, it, and the narcissist tends to take advantage of the codependent. They see him right away. That's why people are telling you not to cook the dinners because. It's way too codependent for that early stage of a relationship. Okay, that makes sense. And it also seems like what you your advice that you said earlier to yourself, or what you would have known, is that take some time for yourself. That would suggest that this is that time would be spent trying to gain that strength for yourself and to, to get solid in your own ways. So you don't jump right back into that same comfortable narcissistic codependent relationship. I'm in, I'm the exact same. Like yeah. I I actually I think the problem I think why I have avoided relationships a lot so far is because I fear that I'm going to enter that narcissistic codependent relationship and that fear drives me away from any relationship whatsoever. So Interesting. Yeah. What about in relation to when when you were first dating before you got married? Would what was the scene like then, and how how would do you have any advice for that, Lacey? Um, it was such a long time ago. Um, so I got married when I was twenty three, but I don't think I always had a boyfriend. So I had you know two different one two boyfriends, two boyfriends in high school, two boyfriends in college. And then a handful, and that was it. But I was drawn to the biggest narcissist, yes. So it just was, I was a magnet for it, you know? And it it almost became like a drug for me. uh, You know, I needed to, I I needed to pursue him so badly. I needed to have this person. Um, Because usually narcissists are very magnetic. They're very charismatic. They have this, like, 
you know, like the classic extreme case would be like a Ted Bundy type of sociopathic type of, you know, where they can attract anybody type, you know. So a narcissist in general is usually the life of the party, the guy that's, you know, very, you know, outgoing and, and people flock around them. And it's, it's very, it's very alluring. He happened to be a con artist, too. Well, that's, so that's that it. goes that's hand in hand it. with it also. Oh. Narcissists can be sociopathic. They can be you know, pathological that way. And I had my kids really pretty much right away, you know, one a year later and then one another, another two years later. So, so you were focusing on them. Yeah. And how was he? Was he, like, uh, jealous that you were focus, focusing your attention on the kids? Cheating on me the whole time. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Cheating on me the what whole a, time. What a guy. Yeah. How'd you find out? Um, he all of a sudden got into horses. He started getting into horseback riding and horses. And uh, he would spend all this time at the stables, which now... He wasn't just riding the horses. I would know. So there's certain <laughs> things I was so naive. I was so naive then. Um, but he had made for his girlfriend a, a keychain engraved, uh, engraved to her. You know, to Janine, I love you or something. And oh, so... No. I found the keychain, and he still lied to me. <laughs> he's st- I'm holding the keychain, and he still lied to me and goes, it's not what you think it is. Yeah. <laughs> Janine is actually a horse. <laughs> it's not what you think it is. Uh, so, you know, this just popped into my mind, too, kind of on the same subject, the cheating subject. I can't even tell you how many guys I have gone out with. At least 20 different different dates where the they make it a point to tell me that they got cheated on by their wives, which oh, I find wow. kind of interesting. And the the couple that I know that I dated for a little while really were cheated on. They really had a hard time. It wasn't they weren't ready. It wasn't gonna gonna go forward. Their own healing process from that. So that's that's the big part of my book. I'm gonna plug my book right now, The Cougar's Guide to Getting Your Ass Back Out There. A big part of it is that that when you're single again, you don't want to repeat the same stuff and you know that you're part of whatever happened in that last relationship. So what you want to do is fix the inside and the outside. So you got to fix your inside by, you know, finding out what it is that, you know, what was your part in that relationship? What, what could you do to improve yourself and how can you become uh, a better person in general? Just to just Fix yourself. Don't even bother. You can't fix. You can't go into another relationship until you fix yourself and think of yourself as like as close to a ten. As and if you're coming out of a really bad divorce where you were cheated on, you think of yourself as like a two or a three. You know, you don't have that self confidence yeah. back. So you want to go to therapy. You want to work out. You want to just do a complete makeover on yourself to try to make yourself a better person. Then yeah. you can go into a relationship because otherwise you're just going to repeat. And there's such there's a fifty percent recidivism rate of divorce once you've been divorced once and you're 50% chance again or 75% chance that you're going to get divorced again. Oh, wow. So, cause you don't fix whatever's wrong. It's like Dr. Phil used to say, what, what changed? You know, nothing changed. You're just going right back into that pattern. Yeah. And with dating with one, one relationship after another too. Yeah. But you're, so you're dating As guys you date. right now that have been wounded and I used to hate when I'd go on a date with a guy and they're, all they do is rag, rag, rag about their horrible see you next Tuesday ex-wife. <laughs> yeah, that, that right there is the, the worst, the worst red flag. When they're calling, and, and the other worst red flag is when they start talking about that they don't get along with their mother. 
That's a problem too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot. So, okay. I, I was interested in talking about having kids and how that's, that affected uh, dating your dating life today. Well, my, my girls are grown now, so now I have these two adults who are really very supportive of me, and I'm able to run things off of them. Well, they're, they're almost 21 and 23 years old. Oh, so, that's awesome. Um, so they're not ashamed of you or, like, you know, no, in competition no. with you at all? Not, not at all. Not at all. They, they both have boyfriends. One uh, is going on four years and one is going on a year and a half, I think. So, uh, yeah, they give me advice. They, they have a hard time understanding some of these things that happen. You know, I'll go out a few times with somebody uh, and I, I could run into them out, you know, they, because they're, they're adults. I, my, daughter was in, my daughter was in town uh, over the holidays and on a date, I, I ran into her out at a, a music venue. So it's not that I'm introducing them per se, but they've gotten to meet some of the some of these people that I've been out with, and and they they're shocked at how these guys disappear. Had these guys just become ghosts? Hmm. Because they'll be with me, you know, seeing the text, the texting all day long, the the phone calls sometimes. Uh, all the attention, uh, the attention, and then all of a sudden, boom, it's gone. And is oh, that they just disappear? Yeah. And my girls can't believe it. I guess they're not seeing it in in their gen- their generation right now. The same type of behavior. No, they probably are. But the problem is, 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 I think the fact that we have these cell phones attached to us and the constant communication it puts you in like a false relationship with somebody. Yeah. So that you feel like you're much closer to that person when you really don't even know who that person is. I, it, it took me, I, I would say, six years to really get to know D's. <laughs> yeah, it puts you in a false thing. And also, they, they right away, they start using the words, good morning, babe. babe. I was babe, just going to say babe. Sweetie. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, sexy. Yeah. They don't even know. This could be somebody you've never met ever. Right. That you're just texting that you connected with. I, that's funny you say that thing about the babe. Because when I first started dating, this guy was, a lot of the guys would call me babe. And I'm like, oh, I love that they call me babe. And I thought it was just like this, you know, like, <laughs> it's only me that they're calling babe. And I didn't realize that was like the in term. And it's like, instead of like, hello, lady, it's hey, babe now. You know, I didn't Wait, realize. hello, lady? I don't know what that, what, whatever it might be. <laughs> or baby. They call me baby yeah, a lot. Hello, baby. But people the, I don't even know. It's the, so ridiculous. I, I have also been called that. I'm not a fan of it being called babe <laughs> at all. You have a baby face. That is not a fun thing to be called. But you, and she's found another unique way of meeting people. How about uh, the the games? That... Well, <laughs> just just Yahtzee with friends. I play Yahtzee with friends, but but it's it's pretty interesting what goes on because Wait. I just started playing actually with an ex boyfriend who I'm still friends with because we like Yahtzee. So we really started playing to play Yahtzee. You know what I'm talking about? It's on the on uh, an app on the phone. Yeah, yeah, I know. And you can chat. You can chat on there. So all of a sudden, I realized that people were reaching out to me to chat with me to, you know, figure out if I live near them or, or even if I don't, if I'd want a long distance date. <laughs> and uh, 
most of them are married. I will say that oh most God. of them are married. I have I have found out. Now I'll just come out and ask them. Right, we did that on that airplane. We were asking on the airplane, and a few I still talk to because I was talking to them for so long before I found out that they were married. And there was never any kind of there was never any kind of weird weird stuff going on with the ones that I still talk to that I'm friends with. Yet. It's kind of bad. You know, it's kind of they're playing this game with me and and they'll say, "Yet yeah, they are saying you're so beautiful." Right. They're saying things I wouldn't want my husband Absolutely. to be playing Yahtzee. So that's a breach. That's, so, a, that's is that cheating? I just did a whole video on what cheating. What do you th- what do you think? I I I think that's 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 definitely walking that slippery slope of cheating. Boy. I asked my daughter and she said she did not think it was cheating, which I found to be interesting too. Hmm. I it, I think it depends on the person's relationship with their spouse or whoever they're with. Like maybe they do swing. Maybe they, this is this is the way meeting people. I imagine in more most monogamous relationships, though, this would seem like a very unfaithful faithful thing that would make the spouse very upset if she found out. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I uh, you know a couple I completely cut off when we were in Miami. I had the one guy from Colorado who kept saying, make sure you, you know, send me a bikini shot. Yeah. Make sure, where's my bikini shot? It's my birthday. Yeah. Where's my... That's cheating. And I, I just said, you, you got to... The first thing we said, remember, I'm, I'm sitting next to her on the airplane. I'm like, okay, why don't we find out if he's married or single? Good idea. Are you married? Well, my wife thinks I am. <laughs> Why? Why are they using? Why, why are they using these apps? As, I guess that these are less surreptitious apps than... Uh, yeah, because truthfully, really you could be playing game. against guys. I mean, it's like men, men to men. I mean, it's, it's not a sexual game. It's, it's but yes. I'm saying as opposed to like Tinder or any other dating app. Well, first of all, it's, we don't know that they're not. And second of all, this is just a lot less. It, you, you can be found out by your wife and right. you could say, hey, I'm just playing mm-hmm. games. Yes. And yeah, this is it's going happens. on a lot because uh, my daughter plays Yahtzee too. And to, to pick up men? No, no, but I asked her, I asked her, uh, knowing that we were going to be talking today, if she gets people sending her messages, guys that want to talk, she said all the time. Oh my God. She doesn't talk to them though. She doesn't respond. she's in a relationship. I, on the other hand, started conversations up with people. (laughs) (laughs) I I think this is actually not a bad idea because it, you know, it, you have, with, you don't with, have, you're not focusing on dating. You're exactly. focusing on the game. Yes, exactly. So you could. It's kind of uh, less direct. Obviously, I like that approach more than the uh, direct Tinder. Hey, come out with me. I, I've never done this, but maybe I'll maybe I'll try it out. Try it out. I'm sure it goes on with other games too. I I more don't think Scrabble and, has yeah. the little where you can where you can send somebody a message, but I bet other ones do as as well. I also think there's something a little more romantic about it. Like, oh, this is we're meeting in a place where we're not supposed to be meeting. What are the chances of this? You know, it's, <laughs> we're meeting and during a, a Scrabble game. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's a little like you got you've got mail. I don't remember that movie, but that's what I imagine it to be about. Kinda. It'd be great if if they could come up with a way. Um, kind of taking after Tinder to have it be where you're just playing Yahtzee with people in your own city. Yeah. That would be a great idea. That would be a great idea. Yeah. And I wonder if there's a way to filter down it that you can only play with. uh... It's not that advanced. I might have to get in touch with Milton Bradley. You should. (laughs) You you know, it's funny. I think when you're, at least in my experience, any situation in which I could be meeting a cute girl, I'm like, I take the... I, my mind starts racing, like especially with Craigslist. If I'm buying like concert tickets, 
And I find out that the person I'm e- emailing with is a girl. The first thing I'm going to do is look her up on Facebook like a fucking stalker to find out if I'm about to exchange money and buy tickets to a concert that we both like from a cute girl. <laughs> well, you, you've got, you got something in common there. It's actually not a bad call. Maybe I, one you should time, just become a ticket broker. Well, one if time. They, if, they like certain, <laughs> if they like certain concerts, they're in. That's a great idea. It really is. One time I, I wanted to invite the girl that was selling me the ticket to come with me. I was hoping that she was going already. I thought you did, actually. Yeah, something, something. You did invite her. There was there were two incidences with Craigslist tickets. There was <laughs> <laughs> there was one time where I found out that uh, I think she was going. She had an extra ticket, and so I wanted to figure out how I could possibly ask her to meet up with me over there. And I started snooping around Facebook to find out if we had any mutual friends. We did have a mutual friend. I asked her mutual friend what this person was like, if I should even bother putting myself out there. And she was like, this person's a psychopath. You shouldn't do that. But I did it anyway. But you did it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Because you're oh, to you, know, you know what it was? I was selling my tickets. And I was like, oh, you know what? My friend bailed on me. What if I actually went to this right. concert alone I, with this I, girl? This. But she was like, I, I, she wanted to go with her friend. She didn't want to fucking go with me. A stranger on Craigslist. <laughs> I wonder why. Because <laughs> she hadn't done her research on you to find out that you're not a psycho stalker, even though you kind of were psycho stalking. All right. Well, my last question for you, and maybe, Mom, you might have more, but my last question is like, have you ever walked in on your child having sex or vice versa? Because this is Sex Talk with My Mom. We ask that to everyone on our uh, podcast. I have not had that happen to me but but the prevalence that there has been sex going on in my house with my girls and <laughs> their boyfriends you know finding a condom here or a wrapper there or a, not a, once once uh, my dog pooped out a condom oh. <laughs> so hilarious I find it just on the floor yeah it got pooped out that is so uh, funny that's but, really funny so I know I know that it's going on, and that yeah. is so funny. Well, speaking of condoms, I remember a story with you when you went away on a trip, Cam. You bought a big box of condoms on your way to, to Mexico when you were like in high school. I oh believe. yeah, yeah, I did. Came back, box completely intact. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah, <laughs> but of course, even those days, I bought them for him. <laughs> no, I no no no. That is not true because I remember being in in. Uh, Walgreens with my friend and we were fumbling we'd never bought condoms before so we were, fum- we were fumbling around trying to figure out all the- how many fucking condoms there needs to be like how many condoms do we need what- which ones do we need we need the rib the, the warm is. one the cold one the playful one the one that's causing her an orgasm or me an orgasm I'm so goddamn confused and so I start picking them up and they're all falling everywhere <laughs> and then we find we, we see our friend's dad walking behind us Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I knew it was some some parent. He goes, involved. "Hey, Cam," and I get so freaked out. I start all this. I try to put all the condoms back. They're all falling everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and then so yeah, we took the condoms on the trip. None of them were used, obviously, but it was a good experience buying condoms. <laughs> well, that was fun. Yeah. Then now I I bought condoms uh, last week or, or a week and a half ago. Not for any particular reason. Just because I realized I didn't have any, I was I'm not intending to use them for another year, but <laughs> I, I I took the condoms 
and I was telling everyone in in the Rite Aid, look, you see what I'm getting? <laughs> nice box of Trojans. I guess you you've matured since the days when you were fumbling around and yes, I was kind of flying. Very and proud. And you got Yahtzee, Yahtzee on the horizon, possibly. Yahtzee yeah. on the horizon. Yeah, this may be this may be a new new thing that you guys can take advantage of. Yeah, Yahtzee might be my new uh, or Craigslist. I might go back to Craigslist and start ticket brokering. <laughs> well, at least you know you got that in common. You got the same the same taste of music. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, mom. Do you have any questions? Lacey, I adore you and thank you for being on the show. Oh, this was awesome. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Lacey. Do you have any questions for us? I just think that you guys are great. Oh. It's been an amazing experience. It's really fun to be around your energy. Really? And do you always get along so well? (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. 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 I love it. Yeah, we're very lucky. That's why we did this because we want to show that you can talk about sex with your mom. Yeah. And son. And pinkies. And and hear about stories like that and <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. This was awesome. Bye. 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 Well, did we disappoint? No, I don't think so. This yeah, was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. She's a, a wonderful lady. And how do you like that Uber driver? Oh my god! <laughs> how hilarious was that? outrageous outrageous <laughs> uh, I, I, how do you have no shame you just get in the <laughs> the car and you start filming him yeah I what the hell ask. i don't even ask oh that's nice that's good that's good for our lawyers for for all in, in case you're concerned about our legal status yes. we don't ask when we're filming uber no. drivers no uber drivers just go ahead and spill I, I just can't believe how funny that guy was though you would be very very happy Okay, can we not get racist? Can we can we not go through? That's we, his accent. I know, but every time we start accent, you can talk like I talk. Okay, every time we go down this path, you don't think this is racist. Some people think it's racist. Let's just avoid the Indian accents. What, what are you denying? You're more racist by saying that there is no Indian accent. Okay? I'm not there's saying there's no accent. Indian accent. And I'm saying that you don't need. He would have been proud to have that accent. What if you started responding to all of his <laughs> to him? By I was in trying. an Indian I accent, just can't do it. you could do it. I love when you do it. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to go on. down that route. No, nope. mother. Okay, mother. This is going out to thousands of people. I don't need to be doing a racist okay. Indian accent. Okay, but you do a good one if you had to do one. Oh, why? Why? I mean, it's even worse just to tell tell people that I have this racist Indian accent that I'm just like hold, holding for only special occasions. Howard Stern would never shy away from Howard Stern is a complete asshole. You are wounding me now. He he would acknowledge he's an asshole. He's I know, but he's great. He's awesome. And he's he's, he's awesome, but he he he's not like I wouldn't say he's the kindest man out there. No, no. Sometimes he can be very mean, but when he does his different accents, it's not like the end of the world either. Okay, come on, stop being so PC. I can't stand it. Okay, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> okay, thank you guys very much for listening. <laughs> I'm we sorry so. if I offended. I, I I love Indians, and I really, I mean, we have more Indian listeners than I think anybody, anybody else. So if anybody can relate to that accent, it's them. Most are actually from Nepal, but that's okay. okay. <laughs> Same idea. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we really appreciate it. I hope you guys enjoyed this interview with Lacey. She was yes. a delight to talk to. Yes. And uh, Mother, you have any announcements? 
Yeah, that my friend that uh, is recently single. That's all she does is text me. Kind of, I, I get so. It's, I, what could be worse than being involved with a text only relationship? It's hearing it and seeing it on my phone constantly. I thought that maybe the announcement would have to do with the podcast. Oh, the podcast. Uh, yeah, I do. I I want to find out if anyone has shared this gosh darn <laughs> podcast with their friends yet. Okay, I mean we've been asking every week. Please just share this. One person can make a big difference in the life of some person that needs to hear this. Also, if you'd like, subscribe to get more rants from my mother to our email or our email list, and you can yeah. sign up at sextalkwithmymom.com. Yeah, don't forget to sign up at www.sextalkwithmymom.com because if you do, it's karma. Karma will come back to you and you will be a very happy, lucky person. Great. I think that's exactly how karma works. <laughs> I know your sarcasm. <laughs> All right. Thank Love you guys you. for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.